0: All right, all set? Here we go.
1: Parents don't have to have all the answers. Do you know what you're interested in? Do you know what you want to do? And you quite simply, you get a yes or a no.
2: If you want to be better tomorrow than you are today, and if you want to be better next year than you are this year, then join the army because we have got those opportunities. Be the best, because that's our motto.
1: The value that they get in the workplace kind of elevates that level three. 18, 19 years old, we're sending apprentices to basically a- anywhere on the on the globe, I think we've covered just about every continent with apprentice visits.
0: Hello, I'm Rachel Burden, and this is the Parent Perspective podcast from Amazing Apprenticeships and Not Going to Uni. This podcast is all about giving you the parents and carers everything you need to know to help your children make the right choices after leaving school or college, from apprenticeships to technical education, work experience, or traditional academic study. Whatever next steps your child might be considering, we've got it covered here. You can find us on the Amazing Apprenticeships website or wherever you get your podcast from, and you can join the conversation on social media too. Coming up in this episode, this month, the nation's number one apprenticeship employer, the British Army, will be celebrating 100 years of offering apprenticeships. But what does an apprenticeship in the British Army look like? What options are available? And how do you go about getting on an Army apprenticeship? Well, to answer those questions and plenty more, I'm joined by Colonel Craig Ter who is part of the Education Training Services team in the British Army and Deputy Assistant to the Chief of Staff within Education. Hello, Craig. Great to have you here. And also Mandy Gregson, who's the parent of Oscar, who has just graduated from Army Foundation College in Harrogate and has now officially moved into training this September. Mandy, thank you for being with us. So, Craig, a lot of people will associate joining the army with leaving school at 16, but may not be aware of the apprenticeship and training opportunities within that journey. Can you just tell us how big a part of army life they play?
2: Rachel, thank you very much for this opportunity to tell you and your listeners all about the wonderful opportunities there are for young people who wish to pursue a career in the army. About um, 95%, almost all of our soldiers who join will be offered an opportunity to embark on an apprenticeship so that's pretty much everyone and it is pretty clear that apprenticeships are embedded into everything that we do in the british army we like to say that people aren't in the army people are the army and if you want to upgrade your army and we always do the way you achieve that is by upskilling and upgrading your people so you know right at the heart of the offer for young people joining the army is the opportunity to leave better than they joined, to accrue for themselves a number of qualifications and also entitlements in terms of funding for further study throughout their careers and after they have left the army. So learning is absolutely at the heart of everything we do. Apprenticeships is absolutely at the heart of the offer to ensure that people uh, join well, they serve well, and ultimately um, they can leave well uh, into a second career Whenever that might be, that might be in four years' time, it might be in 40 years' time.
0: Give us an idea of the range of apprenticeships on offer then.
2: Wow, gosh, um, what isn't available? So we offer 40 apprenticeship standards and um, every walk of life is pretty much covered. So, you know, we have uh, apprenticeships in the veterinary space with animal welfare, we have um, driving apprenticeships, chefing apprenticeships, we have apprenticeships for intelligence analysts. Absolutely every you know sphere of the economy is covered. And I think that, you know, what people need to realise is that the army is very often a very self-contained community which needs to deploy in an expeditionary basis, we go overseas, we need to take everything with us, we need to take our police with us, our ships with us, our logisticians, and all those, all those sort of trades in the army are linked to civilian qualifications. So we have 40 standards, um, and they range you know, across absolutely all sectors of the economy.
0: Apologies if this is a, a slightly dumb question, but do you have to be prepared, willing to be a frontline soldier if you seek an apprenticeship in the army?
2: Well, yes, I mean, I think that's kind of inherent in, um, in joining the army. We, we are an army. We, um, we obviously protect our nation and our interests at home and abroad. Um, we do have uh, certain values and standards which we require from our people. And one of those is selfless commitment, um, discipline and, and loyalty and courage. Uh, these are qualities which you don't necessarily need to have before joining the army, but during the training, during the apprenticeship program through good role modeling, mentoring and support, those are the qualities that ultimately we will um, sort of instill in all of our people, giving them greater confidence in themselves and in their capabilities and opening doors for them, which otherwise wouldn't have existed. Not all roles are war fighting roles. That is to say, there are a a whole stack of roles that are in more sort of supporting areas. So, um, chefing, for example, would be a great example of where people are not necessarily on the front line Um, But they are supporting the soldiers in the front line, ensuring that they've got the right nutrition, the right sort of morale, because food is a really important part about how soldiers feel. You know, if the food is good, they generally are good. And, And these days, we have to say if the Wi-Fi is good, our soldiers are happy as well.
0: Yeah. So having tech support and all of that is absolutely crucial, I guess.
2: It is indeed. And, you know, that's a really good point, because some of our best apprentices, or rather better apprenticeship um, sort of opportunities are in that tech space. So, you know, the Royal Signals in particular have really impressive um, qualifications, which people can get throughout their careers, not just the initial apprenticeship, which might only be a level three. I say only level three is still very important, equivalent to A-levels, but they can progress throughout their careers, gaining qualifications. Um, and whenever they leave, maybe even after 20 years, they'll be highly qualified um, technicians and, and experts in their particular field and highly employable.
0: You have a certificate there behind you. Tell us about that—a recent indeed. award.
2: So, indeed. So, for the third year running, the British Army is the number one em- apprenticeship employer um, in the UK, and we're tremendously proud of this. And um, it's the work of thousands of thousands of people. We have um, anywhere between fourteen and fifteen thousand apprentices at any one time. Clearly, we have people joining. And completing their apprenticeship so that figure changes from time to time Um, but we're tremendously proud of it and as I said it's a a whole army effort and in fact uh, we have Ofsted coming very shortly to inspect us uh, and we will be very pleased to be able to demonstrate all those wonderful opportunities life-changing opportunities which the army has to offer our young people.
0: What makes your apprenticeship so good? What makes them stand out?
2: Well, I think variety is the first thing. You know, we've already mentioned we have 40 different standards across, you know, every spectrum of the of sort of Britain's economic activity. But I also think that you know we place learning at the heart of everything we do. We we need to ensure that our soldiers are continually evolving, meeting the the change in in you know, technology. So you know, this is the hundredth year of army apprenticeships, and in in 20 sorry in 1919 the Army Council. Um, when thinking about the performance of the British Army in the First World War, decided that we needed to move from being a, a horse-drawn army into a mechanised army. We needed soldiers who were able to help us uh, adapt uh, new technologies. And so the apprenticeship scheme was really born. And, and in 1923, 1924, the first apprenticeship colleges were formed um, at that time, four boys um, and lasting four or five years. And I think the first college was actually in Shepstow, which is um, sort of the southwest, southeast corner of Wales, and, and it's still a barracks today. Um, and today, we see the apprenticeships as being absolutely vital in taking us from being a mechanized army into the digital age, making sure that we have got the skills, we've got the knowledge, we've got the experience, most importantly, the behaviors that allows us to be competitive in the 21st century.
0: It's um, it's really impressive the kind of range of opportunities you offer. So let's find out from a parent's perspective, because that's what we're all about, uh, what it's like to send your child off onto or into the army, I should say, Mandy. Um, I believe your son, Oscar, is just 18. Is that right?
1: Yeah, last week.
0: And, and just tell us, was this something he'd always had a desire to do or what what, what drew him to this opportunity in the army?
1: so Oscar was uh he was a bit of a character at school um always liked to get himself in a bit of bother low level disruption the teachers used to call it and always he was always into football and things like that but we we said why don't you why don't you try the army cadets thinking you know a bit of bit of discipline and he says yeah all right then I'll go and Three weeks after going, he'd not even got his his cadet uniform. He was like, "I'm joining the army, mum. What? So, well. <laughs> so I was like, I'm I'm joining the army. That's it's. This is what I want to do. And he's never never changed ever since. It's always been the army.
0: What was it that appealed and drew him in so quickly?
1: I think it was the the kind of the family not probably not a family side of it but just the community community that was in it was just he was drawn to it
0: you know he's feeling part of something bigger
1: yeah and I think it just from what he'd spoke to to other cadets his uh sergeant at the time he he just he just sat there and thought this is for me
0: so he's done his first year how has he found it
1: he loved it Absolutely loved it. We, we, you know, we, we sort of said to him at the beginning, before he went to Carragher, you know, it's going to be tough, there's going to be times when you don't like it and, you know, you, it's, there's going to be a lot of discipline and you're going to have to tidy your own room and do your own <laughs> Um And he was like, yep, I'm all ready for it, Mum. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So we did think there may be a few wobbles throughout the year, but not at all, he just... He fitted in with it, and it, it was just his thing.
0: So he'd done his GCSEs, and then he he did this foundation year. He did, yes, so, at Harrogate. At Harrogate. So from there, where does that then take you? What, what are the kind of steps along the way?
1: Yeah, so he graduated at Harrogate in August, and then he's currently in Bovington, down in Dorset, doing his phase two training. He always wanted to be a tank crewman um he initially said the inventory but it's like well why why just have a look this there's, there's loads of different roles that you can go in in the army if you look at the website there's there's hundreds just just look at it and just see what you think and again in a few weeks he came down he was like this is it mom tank crewman this is what i want to do look at this look at this challenger look at this look look what they do <laughs> i'm going to be a part of a team what?
0: And what other sort of technical training, then, does he get alongside that?
2: I can probably jump in there. Cool, so, one for so, Craig. I mean, I, I mean, it's it's lo- it lovely just to hear Mandy talking about the sort of things that um, have attracted her son uh, into the Army. And, you know, that sense of belonging, I think, is really important. In the Army, you're immediately part of a gigantic team. And we're a team of teams. And in a tank crew, you'll be, you'll be there with three other people you'll be, um, you'll be an excellent team. I mean, it's like a sporting, you are the Manchester United, um, sort of that's where you are. I mean, they are the elite. Um, So that bonding, that sense of identity, that sense of challenge, um, you know, young people like tanks, they're great, big, powerful, things, um, the sort of skill sets they will acquire, um, well, obviously, you know, driving, navigation, the maintenance of the tank. But I think what's really, really important are those interpersonal skills. It is that teamwork. It's getting along with other people, perhaps from different backgrounds. And, you know, one of the things that apprenticeships and, and the Army really instills in young people is just a little bit of self-discipline. And, you know, there are, there are, and I recognize what, what Mandy's saying, there, there are just some young people with with some positive role models, with people to look up to, um, with some boundaries, um, with some you know a little bit of discipline, um, but just really knowing what their purpose is in life, what their role is, um, and it's, it can be as simple as you know just knowing where to be, what you're going to do, what equipment you've got um and what time you need to be there I mean th- those sort of things are, are really important and, and help some people get some real structure to their lives a bit of focus and allow them to blossom and you know we see I mean we see people's lives changed in the army you know if, if we, we can talk quite a lot about social mobility um and you know there are plenty of young people who came from from perhaps backgrounds which didn't give them the best start in life chaotic home lives perhaps they didn't get the sort of support um, that lots of other children get and they they're able to join the army and they're able to you know to do a complete reset um, and get qualifications and skills and positive behaviours and they get paid for it.
0: Mandy were you ever worried about the potential risks and dangers? Are you worried now?
1: Uh, I suppose when you look at the news and you see what's going on you know in other parts of the world you you do get a bit you, you do worry. Um but when I speak to Oscar about those worries, he he, he kind of just wafts them away and says, Well hey, mum, it's fine. This is this is my job. This is what I'm this is what I want to do. This is what I'm this is what I'm training to do. It's, it's gonna be fine. I I'm gonna be fine. It's like okay Oscar <laughs> And if he's if he's gonna be confident in what he do he's doing then I will back him one hundred percent. do you see
0: (laughs) understandable do you see and I'm not suggesting that he won't stay in the army for his entire career but as Craig has been saying it may be that for some people it's right for them for a few years and then you can take those skills and move them off into another direction do you I guess kind of consider the benefits of that as well that it's that it doesn't just define a narrow
1: path definitely um i mean we've said to oscar what whatever courses you can do while you're you're in the army go for it just get get as many skills and and qualifications as you can behind you because you don't know what's around the around the corner um when you speak to oscar he's going to he's going to stay there for as long as he can but you know just just get this get the qualifications oscar and and see how see how life pans out
2: <laughs> I, I can definitely say that uh, no matter how long you've been serving or how old you are, your mom still always worries about you. <laughs> I know that from first. Wherever experience. you are, whatever you're, you're doing, you to be honest. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, the, the the thing to take away is that, you know, our soldiers are superbly well-trained, well-equipped, and they are the most professional soldiers in the world. Um, and, you know, they they are, are confident in their abilities and, um yeah. So, you know, all, all I can say in that regard is it, it can be a dangerous job. It, it often isn't. Um, and I don't think it's perhaps more dangerous than some other jobs that we have in the UK.
0: I spent a limited amount of time with the army in Afghanistan, but I've never had experience up close of the military in an environment like that. And I was blown away by, as you say, the professionalism, the integrity Um the sort of sense of purpose that everyone had there. It was really impressive. If you don't come from a military background, I think you don't really appreciate that and, until you see it up close.
2: Yeah, and I think that's a really interesting point. So I'm a teacher in the army and I've been teaching for over 20 years and we have really good classroom teacher or student teacher ratios. So we have normally two two teachers and 16, 16 learners. And for, for tw- over 20 years, I've always asked my learners, um who had you know whose father or mother or uncle or aunt you know served served in the army and 20 years ago almost all their hands went up and then 10 years it was a little bit less and, and now it might be three or four so i think that sort of that personal familial contacts um with people who are actively serving or you know either in the reserves or involved as adult cadet volunteers um that is diminished quite dramatically as the army has naturally got smaller over the decades and so you know it is it's it's increasingly difficult to reach out to parents to guardians to to those gatekeepers um who are able to influence and encourage people to consider uh, the army and the army apprenticeships as as a career prospect
0: now mandy said that oscar was a little bit of a troublemaker at school nothing major low level disruption i'm very familiar with that term (laughs) Mandy, um and found um A completely revelatory path I suppose in the army but but what basic skills there'll be a lot of people thinking listening to this maybe thinking my teenager's hopeless you know can't remember to pack what they need for school let alone you know go out and drive a tank what what basic attributes do you look for in anyone hoping to join one of your apprenticeship schemes?
2: Well, I think that um, anybody who is interested in joining the Army should go to the Army website, just you know Google Army jobs or other other search engines are available, and you can get you can find all the information um, to make an application to speak to somebody and and what I would say is is if you think that there is you know a medical condition or a educational situation which might exclude somebody from joining the Army, speak to a recruiter in the very first instance, go to the website, speak to somebody, make some contact. Um, people who are interested in joining the army have the opportunity to do some visits um, where they're able to get a, you know, a bit of a taste of, of how things are going to be for them um, I think that's you know the the ideal there is no such thing as an ideal soldier there just isn't um, we are extraordinarily diverse we are as diverse as, as British society is um, so we have tall people short people people from all sorts of socioeconomic backgrounds and cultural backgrounds and things. So, you know, we are a great melting pot. Um, There isn't one ideal thing. I think probably if I was going to say one thing, um, it it would just be somebody who wants to improve themselves. If you if you're a self-improver, if you want to be if you want to be better tomorrow than you are today, and if you want to be better next year than you are this year, then join the army because we have got those opportunities for, for you to grow and to develop, whether it's professionally, whether it's in your own self-confidence, in your people skills or your leadership skills. Um, we want people who have got ideally a growth mindset. If, if you want to be better, be the best, because that's our motto.
0: And is 16 the best time to join or, 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 or can you make that decision further down the line?
2: You, you can definitely make that decision, you know, further down the line, not very many soldiers actually join at 16. I mean, Oscar has been extraordinarily lucky to get into Harrogate, which is, you know, a, the waiting list is long. Parents often tell me their kids are desperate to get in. Um, Harrogate is an amazing opportunity for people to do the basic training for soldiers with people their own age. Sort of 16 17 years old and that sort of prepares them for what comes next which is their trade training the initial trade training the apprenticeship and sets them up for their careers and harrogate has got an amazing track record of developing you know really effective successful leaders in the army so when we have a look across the army all our very senior soldiers some of our sergeant majors some of our um, sort of more senior commissioned officers they started life as a 16 year old at the army foundation college at harrogate so the leadership um, you know sort of impact there is is you know really profound um, you can join the army you know quite well I, I can't think of what the upper age is but it's definitely beyond 29 uh into your 30s right. and you know we we have apprentices of all ages you know we have apprentices from 18 all the way into the 40s and in fact we now have apprentices so this could be or... a career
0: switch for some people yeah
2: Oh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, if, if there is a, if there's a sort of, if there's somebody in their mid 20s, who, you know, wants to belong to an awesome team, if they want to do something that's exciting, that has, you know, loads of opportunities, potentially for travel, um, you know, for acquiring new skills, then yeah, you know, the army is a great way to, as we would say, it's a bit of army term- terminology would switch fire, you change focus from one target onto another. Um, the army is a great opportunity. And the apprenticeships are a great opportunity for people to reskill, retrain. Absolutely.
0: What kind of gender split do you have amongst your trainees? Do you know?
2: Um, off the top of my head, probably I couldn't tell you. I know that we, what we really want to do is we do want to have greater diversity in the army. Um, you know, in, in every sort of, in every meaning of that word, um, we do want more female soldiers. It's an it's an absolute reality that in the battle space or when we are deployed in operations, 50% of the population that we de- we are working with are females. So one of the things we experienced in Afghanistan, it was tremendously difficult for us to engage with Afghan communities, to engage with mothers in particular, um, uh, because we you know they wouldn't speak to male soldiers. So you know we need female soldiers. We also you know technology has also meant that. Um, our soldiers don't necessarily need to be so physical in the battle space now. So, you know, we have loads of technical trades that it doesn't matter how big or tall or how fast you are in running. Um, and so there are far more technical roles and jobs that are open to females that weren't previously. You know, when I joined 20 years ago, um, there were hard. Well, you couldn't be in the teeth arms if you're a woman. Um, and the number of jobs that were available were, were strict. That has completely changed. Everything is available. Everything is open. Um, we have female infantry, we have females in tank crews, um, and we need more of them. Absolutely, I think it's a great, great option for young women today who want to be empowered, who who want to be level pegging with men. My wife is a serving uh, colonel in the army, and you know, I, there is no question or doubt about our our equality in terms of our pay, our status, our career prospects, completely level pegging.
0: I mean, I want to ask about sort of family life and flexibility around that, but I I, I guess that's kind of for further down the road in the army career. Mandy, you mentioned your son, Oscar, going to cadets. um, And that was you. That was your suggestion. And and it just goes to show how parents can give good guidance sometimes. Isn't it amazing? (laughs) Um, But that was a bit of a turning point. In terms of younger people now getting a bit of a taste of what it's all about, would you recommend that as a as a way to go?
1: Most definitely. I, I see my youngest son now goes to Cadets as well. Um, my youngest is completely different to Oscar. Like Oscar was quite loud. Um, quite outgoing. Yeah, outgoing. Sorry, yes, outgoing, whereas, whereas Toby was always the quiet one, always following Oscar about. And since he's been at Cadets, he's come out of his shell as well. And he, he just loves it. He, he, I picked him up last night. It's like, Mum, can you, can you sign this form? It's like, Yeah. What's this for? This is camp. This is going to be really good. This is. And he just he just absolutely loves it. He, he missed Oscar's graduation so he could go to annual camp.
0: And <laughs> um, have you talked with other parents who also have children joining the army? In a similar way to Oscar, the foundation, and then apprenticeships, and and what kind of conversations have you had?
1: So I I didn't really know anybody whose child had gone into the into the army or down this route, um, but the cadet sergeant's wife, um, I, I spoke to her just before Oscar uh, went off to Harrogate. You know, we exchanged numbers and things like that, and she's been really powerful with with help um you know if i've had any, if i've had any concerns um you know should i be sending in with this should i do this should i do and it's you know she's been really supportive in that way but other than that i i didn't know anybody <laughs> and actually so now yeah i've now got somebody who used to look after oscar at nursery you know many many years ago She contacted me through Facebook. Her son's now going to Harrogate next week. And she's now coming to me and I'm trying to pass on that support that I got when Oscar was first going. So it kind of feels like I'm doing something back.
2: (laughs) When was was Oscar's graduation?
1: Uh, 10th of August.
2: Oh, fantastic. Congratulations. I I, I had the great pleasure um, earlier this year of actually being one of the inspecting officers at Harrogate. And, um, yeah, you know, puts a lump in your throat, you know, seeing all those, you know, young people having succeeded, standing there. And, you know, what's great is seeing all the families uh, who come to celebrate, um, you know, what is a a great achievement. And, uh, you know, quite often they will tell you that they they don't recognise their young person. Did you see a big change in Oscar from start to finish in Harry
1: Definitely. When, sometimes when you talk to him, he can revert back to the Oscar that we all, all know and love. But when he's, when he's talking about Harrogate and the army and what he's doing next, he's completely different. He, he just changes into this grown-up.
0: <laughs> and I suppose the other thing that it's just worth talking about is one of the reasons a lot of young people will, will think about university as a first option when leaving school is not because of the study or where it will lead you, but because of the social life and the sense of freedom and going and finding yourself, and meeting all sorts of people. And on the face of it, it might feel that the army doesn't really offer much of that. Craig, what would you say?
2: Well, you know, soldiers know how to have a good time. Um, I, I think, you know, the, the army is the army is a lot of fun. Um, it, it is hard work. And I think that, you know, for, for people um thinking about whether they should do an apprenticeship or whether they should go to university. you know that element of the value of a university course isn't necessarily the subject that you're studying, but it's the life skills that you get. it's the people you meet. Um, the army and apprenticeships writ large um, offer exactly the same, but you get the opportunity to get paid. you don't get any student debt, you get a reference um, you know it's a really it's a much accelerated start to, your career, and you know, I speak to a lot of young people who are in their, you know, mid twenties, and they've got quite a lot of student debt. They are graduates, and they're a barista. Not that there's anything wrong with a barista in a coffee bar or anything, but you know, they, they kind of question why they why they went to university, why they got a, this all this debt. Um, you know, and um, the apprenticeships across the, 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 not just in the army, but you know, a, across the economy is a real opportunity for people to get meaningful skills, which will lead to good jobs career progression they get paid um you know and there's no student debt uh, and and i think that you know that's something to take into account and you know i think that the great thing about the army is that you know you can have a lot of fun um and oscar has got a whole stack of friends that will be friends for life the people you go through basic training with, i i joined 23 years ago as a private soldier and i'm still in contact with people that were in my platoon uh, and then eventually a few years later, I went to Sandhurst, and we have just had our 20th year anniversary and 24 of my best friends from 20 years ago. We all came together and had a, a great reunion at Sandhurst. So you genuinely make friends for life and social media just makes it so much easier now than it was in the past. So, you know, I'm sure Oscar's got great, great friends and he keeps in touch with them. Um, and most importantly, he learns how to make friends. And during COVID, I think there was a skill that lots of people didn't get at school or at university, that ability to, to meet up with strangers, to form a bond, to you know work together. Um, yes, the, the army and apprenticeships offers that in spades.
0: Wonderful to talk to you both. You must be incredibly proud, Mandy, and we wish Oscar all the very best in his army career. I hope you have many more proud parent moments down the line. Uh, Craig, it's been a revelation, genuinely, and a pleasure to talk to you as well. Thank you for being here with us. And thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Parent Perspective. If you have any questions you'd like us to answer, you can find Amazing Apprenticeships on social media. That's at AmazingAppsUK. Or look for not going to Uni, which is at NotGoingToUni, and just use the hashtag Parent perspective. See you next time.